0: They can choose what influencers they want to follow, um, and, and they can try to seal out anything that quite helps them question that. And that, I think that gets to a, a really core issue uh, with how our freedoms as Americans and, and the way we've treated as freedom in the past is being abused by these actors, in um, that we have given a lot of Leeway, uh, both in the traditional media and on social media, to people to have a very broad range of political views. And it is now in the great economic interest of those individuals to become more and more radical. And I think the, one of the places you can see this is on the, the fact that you now have competitors to Fox News on their right OANN, yes. and Newsmax, which are carried by all the major cable networks, um, who are trying to now outflank Fox on the right because the moment Fox introduced any kind of into their reporting, immediately a bunch of people chose to put themselves into a sealed ecosystem, and they can do that both on cable, they can do it online, um, and that becomes a, a huge challenge of figuring out how do you bring those people back into the mainstream of fact-based reporting and try to get us all back into the, the same consensual reality. And can is that possible? Seems like that's an open question. It's hard. I mean, I, I think we got to do a couple things there needs to be a, an intentional work by the social media companies collaborating together to work on violent extremism in the same way they worked on ISIS. I was When I started at Facebook in 2015, the number one challenge from a content perspective was the abuse of social media by the Islamic State. Um, and there was a, a collaboration between the tech companies and between the tech companies and law enforcement to make it impossible for them to use the internet to recruit and radicalize young, mostly young Muslim men at the time around the world. Now we're talking about domestic audience in the United States and the challenge is going to be partially that you know, ISIS not have a domestic constituency in the United States Congress but There is over half of the Republicans in Congress voted to overturn the election, um, and there will be a continual political pressure on the the companies to not take it seriously. So I think, first, you have Mm -hmm. to focus on those violent extremists, and those companies have to be brave in that way. And second, we have to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences. There are are people on YouTube, for example, that have a a larger audience than daytime CNN, and they are extremely radical and pushing extremely... Uh, radical views. And so it's up to the Facebooks and YouTubes in particular to think about whether or not they want to be effectively cable networks for disinformation. And then we're going to have to figure out the OANN and Newsmax problem. You know, that these companies have freedom of speech, but I'm not sure we need Verizon, AT&T, UMCAST and such to be bringing them into tens of millions of homes. Um, I, I, this is, you know, allowing people to seek out information if they
1: really want to, but not pushing it into their faces. I think is where we're going to have to go here. Welcome back Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Leave it up to CNN to have a contributor on that compares Trump supporters slash conservatives to ISIS. You are actually bold enough and daring enough to compare us to murderers and terrorists. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I have not seen any news article where Trump supporters went out and blew buildings up, flew planes into buildings, murdered people for their religious beliefs, degrade women, steal children at young ages to indoctrinate them to believe in their cause. I just haven't seen it yet. The buffoon is also suggesting that companies like Verizon and others that carry OAN and Newsmax as part of their cable package should not be doing so because they are extreme right propaganda sites. They're even more right than what they said Fox News was, which as far as I was concerned, Fox News was never a far right or a, It may have leaned right, but you would get more balanced information out of Fox previously. Now Fox is trying to appease the radicals and they're going the complete opposite. So now they're, you know, a leftist outlet as well. There's a few good people at Fox still, but the majority of it and the way that management looks like they're running it, they're going to turn it into another CNN, which would be the death of Fox. But I do find it amazing the level of censorship these people are looking to implement. The real question ends up being who gets to decide? Who becomes the chosen one that dictates what hate speech is and what it is not? Because that would be very subjective, don't you think? I mean, I I could say anything I want is hate speech that I don't like. I could say, if I think the sky's blue and you're saying it's purple, I could say that's hate speech because you're calling the sky purple. And then what? You're going to get canceled. I mean, where does this end? You know, right now they're trying to cancel free speech. They're trying to shut down any conservative outlets that they can. They're already censoring on all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of them. We're either getting suspended, having warnings put on your comments, or being shadow banned. This is an all-out assault on free speech. And that's dangerous. Very dangerous. Free speech. If you do not have it, you have lost this republic. The United States will cease to exist. Once they can tell you what you can and cannot say, they're going to go from that to what you can and cannot think and it's going to be a one-way street. Conservatives are going to be silenced, and the left is going to run rampant with all their lies and propaganda. That's just the way this is going to work. Look at CNN. CNN gets so angry. Any of their hosts, if you dare say that they're a propaganda site, they freak out. Any other hosts, it doesn't matter. Take your pick, whoever you want. They freak out. Why? Because they know that's what they are. They're just another arm of the left to spread propaganda, lies, misinformation, disinformation, everything they can to assist the left in their ultimate goal, which is complete control of the United States and socialism. That's why free speech is so dangerous to them. They do not want to allow us to spread the truth to each other. This is very much like Nazi Germany. This is very much like any socialist country. You have to think their way. You have to agree with what they say. You have to do what they say. Otherwise, you have fell out of their good graces, and now you are basically the enemy. Unfortunately, that's just where it's at right now. Now, Joe Biden is going to have his inauguration tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, with 20,000 plus military troops up there. Can you explain to me why you need 20,000 plus military troops? Unless you are planning some type of coup or military takeover, you're going to declare martial law. You cannot possibly be that scared. I personally think It's like a PR stunt. I think all he's doing is trying to prove their case. Oh my God, look at the Trump supporters. They're so dangerous. Okay. When actually we're not at all, (laughs) none of us are. (laughs) That's not even the way we get down. That's what they want to believe. That's what they're pushing. That's what the mainstream media is going to keep pushing for them. So I guess that's a big production that they're putting on right now. That would be my guess because otherwise they have not reported any real threat that they have received. They are completely on lockdown right now up there. They are absolutely in a military state. They have checkpoints everywhere, roadblocks. It's ridiculous. And it shouldn't be like that in America. If you are truly that scared, Mr. Biden, you probably feel that way because you stole an election and you're worried someone's going to take you out. I would like to say, I don't want to see any violence. I certainly don't want to see anybody get assassinated. So I hope that's not the way it's going, but... In these type of strenuous times, crazy people do crazy things. Okay, so hopefully it doesn't go that way. There might be something to that. Who knows? Right now, I just think this is all a big stunt uh, to try to prove their point point how dangerous Trump is. They are doing everything humanly possible right now to erase Trump from history. That is their goal. Okay, you have Republicans turning on him. Democrats have always hated him. Libertarians, everybody's turning on this poor man. And he did so much for the country in four years, actually three years, because they hit him with a fake pandemic last year. And that chewed up most of that year. Prior to that, in three years, what he did, it's like we had him for 10 years. And now they just want to dismantle everything and make it like he never existed. Even the Republican Party. You know, how many of the Republican leaders have come out and denounced Trump supporters? said they don't want them as part of the party. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, I hope somebody's paying attention because if we're not in the party, you don't have a party. I know that all of you are used to your swamp life and you think that in two years, we're just going to come back and say, well, since you're the lesser of the two evil, we're going to vote for you. It's not going to work that way anymore. We're going to end up getting a new crop of people that we're going to put in, that are like us, that are Trump supporters, that actually care about America, want to see its survival, and are willing to fight against the socialist nightmare that's heading our direction, and we're going to put them in place. You're not going to make it out of your primaries. So if you think that you're going to get voted in strictly because you are a Republican and we're just going to vote for you against these crazy Democrats, not going to happen. So you better wake up because your political careers, yeah, they're hanging on a thread right now. I also saw that they deputized uh, 2,000 uh, National Guards. Why do you need to do that? There's not even going to be anybody at the inauguration. Nobody's coming to see that. Nobody cares. Wait do you see how low the TV ratings are going to be on that. It's going to be a joke because nobody cares. Everything his cabinet is already talking about doing, they're going to get rid of the Keystone Pipeline. That's going to go well. Yeah, I'm sure gas is only going to get up to like, you know, $5, $10 a gallon, so that's going to go real well. Plus, you're going to lose, you know, 3 million jobs or so in America by shutting that down. That's going to do good for the economy. You're going to get rid of Trump's tax cuts. You're going to raise taxes on businesses and rich. You're going to sign a $1.9 trillion relief package for the coronavirus that's going to have an impact on the stock market. We're going to go even further into debt with reckless spending. Part of your bill, you're going to bail out these states that were fiscally irresponsible with their money. So now you're going to bail them out and give them billions and billions of dollars, New York, California, especially so that they can invest it in things that are not going to make a return or make anything better. And you're going to slowly basically destroy our economy and country. So why would you think anybody is coming to see you inaugurated. Even liberals or Democrats cannot be that foolish that think everything that you are going to do is not going to destroy this country. It's just, you just can't be that blind. But I guess some people are definitely that dumb. So tomorrow ought to be a uh, real snooze fest because I doubt anybody cares. And if we're not going to have enough problems going into the future, uh, another stupid move Biden just made was he uh, chose the Pennsylvania health secretary, Rachel Levine, to be the assistant secretary of health. Now, I don't know if you know who this person is. If you follow the news or not, you may, you may not, but it, uh, she is actually he, it's a transgender and it, it ain't hard to tell. Okay. Cause it looks like a guy with a wig on. And this is the same person that put out the guidelines for orgies during COVID, if you're going to have to have an orgy during COVID, which I know is such a common thing, I, it's just, you know, hey, anyways, uh, yeah, if you're going to have an orgy, she put out some guidelines to make sure that you're safe during that moment um, and you're not spreading the virus to each other. I think COVID is probably the least of your worries at that moment. I'm thinking hiv Probably a little bit higher on the list. I'm just saying, my God, can you imagine what these four years are going to be like? Good Lord. It just gets dumber every day. The blaze reported that, you know, Biden originally was uh, planning on granting amnesty to 11 million immigrants and giving them a path to citizenship or just, you know, outright giving them citizenship. However, he plans on doing that, which I personally think is a slap in the face to anybody that did it the legal way. Uh, my wife did it the legal way, and I was with her when we went through the whole process to do it, and it is tedious and very annoying. However, it was done the right way and legally, so there it is. As much as you know, politicians like you to believe everything that they say, he did tell the caravan that's coming up from Honduras to hold off, now's not a good time. Maybe come back later. We'll help you out then. You no, know, because I mean, how bad does it look that as soon as Trump is out of office, he's protected the, the southern border pretty well. He put up 450 miles of fencing. Uh, ICE has been doing real well down there. And now that they heard Joe Biden is going to be in-house... They uh, started a caravan of about 8,000 people coming up from Honduras, and they're all marching towards the border, expecting to come right on in and jump right onto all the social systems we have so they can collect uh, you know, Section 8 unemployment, food stamps, and everything, and healthcare, because that's what Joe Biden is promising. So it's not a big surprise. I think that the reason they're trying to stop them again is it looks pretty bad when Trump had everything pretty much under control and it just shows what they think of you that, oh, this idiot's going to let us in, so let's run to the border. And as if that wasn't enough, Hillary herself is back and she's calling for a full-on investigation into Russia once again. I do not understand what their obsession is with Russia, but we already went through this for two and a half years. And in the end, they found nothing. As a matter of fact, they found more evidence that Hillary was the one colluding with Russia than there was of actually Trump doing anything wrong. But of course she stuck on that because anything and everything to accuse you of what they are doing is what the left is basically known for. If they say you're colluding with Russia, believe me, they are. If they say that you're a blatant socialist or a dictator, that's because that's what they are. And that's how it has always been, and it's not like it's going to get any better. But I really was a little bit shocked and annoyed to hear that one because we've gone through this so many times now. It's ridiculous. Also this week, Mike Huckabee says Kamala should also be impeached given the standards used against Trump. They're saying Trump incited violence. And Mike's point was during the summer of love, when asked about the riots, if you remember, Kamala said that they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop before election day. They're not going to stop after election day, nor should they. And she also set up a fund to bail people out once they've been arrested. So that way they could get right back out on the street. So they could keep destroying private and public businesses, harming people and declaring a small piece in Seattle to be no longer part of the United States. That was their land. So that pretty much seems like she was inciting violence to me, causing billions of dollars worth of damage. And I, you know, agree with them. I agree with Mike that, uh, she should be impeached for the same thing. So if there is any congressman listening to this, why don't you draft some paperwork up and uh, the 21st, drop the paperwork on her and see if we can get that impeachment rolling too. I think we're getting to the point in America where things have just become so ridiculous. I hope that people will start to see the truth and see that the negativity and the hate and the violence only comes from one direction and it's always from the left. It's always from the extremists. It's always from their radical side. It's never from the right side. You always have some small radical groups here and there, but BLM, Antifa, all those extremist groups, the ones that cause problem like the Capitol riots, they want to say that those were all Trump supporters. I don't doubt that Trump supporters did go into the Capitol, but the ones starting the problems, the ones breaking windows, There's been multiple videos you can see yourself where once people start trying to break windows, the crowd starts screaming Antifa and they're trying to tackle these people and stop them from breaking the Capitol windows. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say probably not Trump supporters, probably more likely Antifa members that were sent there by whoever. I don't want to blame anybody as of yet because there's not 100% proof on anything, but I'm sure it's your usual suspects because it always leads back to them one way or the other. On some positive news, Melania Trump sent out a farewell message and I don't know if anybody heard it, but if you didn't definitely, um, go listen to it. It's a little over six minutes long, very nice speech. You know, I I feel bad for her. I don't think she got nowhere near the recognition she deserved for her time in the White House. I mean, they never put her on magazine covers. She's probably the most fashionably sensible uh, first lady we've had in God knows how long, if not ever. Um, She's also did so much. She worked so hard with the children and everything else. She never got any credit for anything. And I think it's terrible, though, the way they dumped on her when they're already starting to compliment Kamala's converse. Really? As flawless as Melania dresses, you're talking about converse. It really is sad that she didn't get what she deserved out of it, but she doesn't need it. You know, we all love her. We all appreciated what she did, even if the left and the mainstream media doesn't acknowledge it, we do. Um, Also, I believe sometime today or tonight, Trump is going to be releasing a farewell video I believe he's going to be touting his accomplishments throughout his four years, and then he's supposedly getting on a plane around 11 o'clock and coming back to uh, Palm Beach International, and that'll be that. And then uh, the real work really begins then. We all have to do our part going forward, fighting against all the nonsense that they're going to throw our way. Stand firm, stand resolve, hope for the best, pray for the best, but be prepared for the worst. If you like what you're listening to, please tell some people about me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at LJCONSERCRN for now. You can uh, reach out to me, Gmail, LJCONSERCRN at gmail.com. I am also on Clout Hub at LittleJoeCC and on Parlor when they come back up at Joe Little. Hopefully I didn't lose my following there. I'm not sure how that's going to play out. But if not, I'll be on there as soon as they come back up. Have yourself a wonderful night. God bless. See you on Friday.